Hi everybody, Kim Fundingsland here in front of the Big M building in downtown Minot. We'd like to thank our sponsor Ackerman Eskvold for making this possible. Today we're going to go inside the building. You're going to see what a lot of people have never seen. This is going to be quite a treat. We're here with Phyllis Burkhardt, former Vice President of Retail Services in the Big M building, and we're just coming in the south side entrance now, but yes. uh, I want a little tour. I want to, I want to See reminisce what? a little All bit. Right. Can we do that? All right. All Absolutely. Right. Well, I'll follow you. Well, in coming in this, uh, you know, our drive through was right here um, to the east side here, and then right here we had a, an ATM, um, and it was great when, the, when we put that in. I mean, and that wasn't here for, you know, all that long, and then... Anyway, that was where we started and um, having a, our ATM. That was an innovation in banking back then. It, it certainly was. It certainly <laughs> was. And, and then... We had, um, you know, this was the area where you could either go into the actual bank or go up to the other floors. The th th three floors were, were part of the bank. And then the other floors were a variety of, we had dentist's office and doctors and all, a variety of, of different uh, people that rented from us. Phyllis, I'm going to age myself a little bit, so be gentle to me. But okay. I remember getting a haircut in that room. Is my memory somewhat correct? Yeah, it is It is somewhat correct. I didn't get one, just so you know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but Let's take yes, a look. Let's take a look. Bill, Bill Ruel had this originally. Uh, it was not this large, um, but... They've taken down some walls in here, but this is where, this is where the barbershop was. And then Darwin uh, was, was with him, and Darwin took over after Bill uh, retired. It was a popular spot, too. Oh, yeah. A lot of hair was cut in that room. A lot room. of hair. That's right. That's and right. Now this hallway leads to where now? And this leads to, and this is where the original uh, bank was. It's, I mean, the doors going into the bank. You, you can see it over this side, right? I did start. This is, I started on the color line back in, back in uh, September of 19, I'm going to date myself here, <laughs> 1972. This is where we're standing right now um, was the main lobby, and this was our main office. So um, This wall the, was not here. No, this wall was not here. This, is, this was open to the teller line, uh, very nice teller line. Uh, and on each end, there was a desk on this end and a desk on that end. That one was for the teller supervisor. This one was for the head teller. And then in the very center, we had a nice reception area. And then behind her, um, we had our new accounts department. So if you wanted to open a, a CD checking or retirement accounts, um, all of that was taken care of right here. The drive-in window is still, I, we got to do this, been closed for what, 20 um, years? No. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Again, this wall was never here, so. No. Uh, my goodness. And so eventually, yeah. 
Um, this is where the desk was or originally, and then what they did was they put in um, two offices. I, this all coming back to me now. Yeah. Two offices, uh, Jeff Case and um, anyway, um, they took care of financial things, and but they were kind of a subsidiary of of Midwest Federal. Gotcha. And this is one of my favorite things right here. So yeah. This, this is so different to me. I, I can remember the teller lines. or can visualize them here. Like yes. Great woodwork and marble. And yes. And it, the teller line was here. The two windows were here. And then over here, we, we, it's still here. We had this little dumbwaiter. And it went up to second floor to, le to, to the lending department. And then it went down to the basement. Um, and that would be for, at the end of the day, the money would be stored down there. This is one of two drive-in windows. Again, kind of an innovation back at yes. the time of the, the yes. glory days of the Big M. It was, it was great. You know, we didn't always run two windows at one time because it was hard to get past. There's not a lot, a lot of space out there. So, and then uh, one other thing, um, right here, this little area up here, is a, there's a small room there, and that's where our switchboard was. And this was all, this was black glass up here, and she could see if there was anything going on, um, they could see what was going on. When we bought uh, money from the uh, bank, we would, that's what we would do. We'd, we'd buy money from the bank, we'd bring it to her, and she would count it, put paper clips on it, make sure everything was right before it went down to the teller line. So this was observed like a Las Vegas blackjack hey, dealer. Hey, there you we go, yes. God, <laughs> wonderful. Phyllis, thanks yes. very much. Yes, absolutely. We're here on the main floor of what was the Big M building for years here in Minot. We're going to take a walk up the stairs into the executive area. Uh, three floors up, dark in the staircase as they're undergoing renovation here. All right, here we are. We've reached the third floor. Executive Suites is this way. We're going to pass a few offices, and we'll visit with some folks on that here in a, in a couple of minutes. Right now, we're going to go right down to the uh, boardroom, where there were a lot of uh, important people in mind that met on a regular basis. Bank employees met right here in the main boardroom on the third floor of the Big M building. My guest is Phyllis Burkhardt. Phyllis, you're 18 years in the Big M building. My goodness, just what do you what do you really remember standing here on the third floor right now? Well, you know, third floor was it was 
it was quite a thing when, when all of this was completed. Because when I started here in 72, it, it was not. Um, but I started as a teller. And so to, you know, to eventually get moved up to this floor as a vice president was a pretty special time in my career. Okay. Yeah. What, what, any, any particular memories other than the, the special time? But I mean, what, what really made it special for you? Well, I think, um, like Dick said, it was, it was by, by far the best building in the whole community of Minot. Um, the views were wonderful. Uh, we were very proud of it. But we also had quite a family working here because that's who we were. I mean, and I still can't stay in contact with a lot of them. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Um, a lot of good people. My father worked in the federal building, which is, I can see it right out the window right here. So I was a young kid, but I remember seeing people coming and going up the stairs here all the time. That's a busy place. And when you came in downstairs, it was really a grand old bank, if you will. It was beautiful. It was beautiful with the, with the teller line on the one side. And then we had our, our uh, new accounts department on the other side. And of course, um, the reception desk in the middle and everyone knew Joan and it was great. It was just, re it was really great. What's it feel like to know that the big M building that you have such an attachment to is going to get a new look and be an integral part of the community? And pretty cool. Well, you know, for me, it's awesome. Um, you know, just, just the fact that the M is coming back, um, because that's bothered me through the years. <laughs> Having that new M, I didn't like that. Um, but, uh, you know, that's who this, we... We were Minot Federal, then Midwest Federal, now it's the M building, and I'm very proud to have been a part of it. More conversation with Phyllis Burkhart, longtime employee here at the Big M building, and I have a little fun right now. And she had not seen this before I came in today, but this is an old uh, cardboard box. This is Book of Thrift, and it's a bank. Midwest Federal Savings Alone. But when you saw the, what was in it, you remembered it, right? Yes. Uh, we had a, a school savings program, and we gave these out, and people would put their change in there, and then they'd bring them in and, and make a deposit with it. Well, the rest of the story is this person has no key, and the bank is closed. How are they going to get it open? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how much they put in there, but I think they're just going to have to uh, hold on to it for good keeping. <laughs> And you have some other items that the, the bank used for promotional things here. Yeah. Uh, so this was um, one of our passbook savings accounts. And that was a big deal back then. Uh, between this and uh, the CDs, people would come in and open their CDs. And, you know, back in that day, we were giving 17% interest oh my on a CD. And then if you, you did open that, one... Can you do that today? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you got these... Like for opening a checking account, you got this little strainer. These are some things that we used to give away. Mom um, needed that in the kitchen, yeah. didn't she? All and right. we did have some bigger promotional items. Uh, and we also gave S&H green stamps. And so people could, you know, get their, get their supply. S&H green stamps. Yes. Mine actually had a redemption place. I mean, you like yeah. you stick them on the page, you fill a book, and you get a toaster yeah. or something. Yeah, so that's right. Cool. And then this is... This was our 50th anniversary uh, bank that we had during. That one empty? It's empty. I didn't put anything in. Oh. <laughs> Say, we are in 
what used to be your old office. Yes. My goodness, here on the third floor? Yes. Uh, what do you remember about this? Well, I remember um, when I was moved to this level, because I spent the majority of my time on first floor because I ran the deposits, uh, you know, in the teller line. Uh, and then I took over checking, so then I was in the basement. And so when I moved up to the third floor, which was the executive floor, um, very proud moment. Uh, it, I mean, it was great. Had opportunity to visit with people when they would come in, and new hires, and um, the meeting room, uh, which you saw down the hall. It, it was a great place for us to have our senior people in this meetings. might be the last time you get to look at your old office I'm sure it's going to be interior demolitions are going to be in here pretty soon. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I, it. It just brings back a lot of memories. I was, uh, my last position, I was retail services vice president, and so I ran all the 24 branches um, throughout the state. So it was a great opportunity to get out there and see the rest of the family um, that were part of the Midwest federal team. And even though your office is going to go away, this is going to be, a, you know this building is going to be a, part of the minor community for a long time again. Yes, yeah. yes, it will be. Lots of people have just really fond memories of coming in and uh, banking with us. We were, we were an excellent bank. Are you getting emotional, fellas? I, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that later, Kim. <laughs> All right, know what we're going to do? We're going to go down to another office with your old boss of sorts and see what he remembers about that place. Okay, that sounds uh, great. Yeah. My guest is Dick Muse, and we are in what's known in Minot as the Big M Building. And Dick, you're 35 years associated with this building that is about to undergo some renovation in the coming months, which, which we'll detail at later on. But right now, I want to talk a little bit about the bank. My goodness, you were here when it was being constructed. Do you remember those days? I remember those days well. We were, uh, we were in the building that Bernie Martz in now. And then we built this, and, and then I was up here from 1962 or three until I left in 1989. Yeah, I mean, this was a grand structure <clears throat> in Minot. At, at the time, this was, this was unbelievable. It was, it was a, a Minot skyscraper at the time. Uh, if you look around, it still is, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a, it's a thing of beauty, and it still was, I know. If you're ever flying into Minot, you always start to land and you look around for the look around for the big amps spring around up there. Quite a uh, quite a landmark in the city, no doubt about that. And it looks like it will be again. But Still is. What do you remember about working here? I mean, now we got brand new automobiles on the street, but brand new back then looked a little different. Well. It was obviously the nicest building in town at the time. Yeah. It still is, still is the nicest building, and when these guys get done with it, it will <laughs> be the same thing again. But uh, we had uh, excellent staff, just really good people, and everyone that came and never left. Uh, it was just a good place to be. A good place to work. In downtown Miami, I mean, this was really a centerpiece. This was, this was a focal point for a lot of people in downtown Miami. Right. We had the Shirley room downstairs where the, the downtown community would come in for lunch. Uh, 
definitely was a center point in town. It still is a center And then I like to talk about the theater. A lot of people aren't aware of this. It's had a really a very, very nice theater in the basement. Yeah. It was, uh, we used that for classes and, and the public used it. They'd come in and have meetings. And, yeah, it was, it was good. You have regular theater seats and a stage and... Uh, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> that was really something. Everything was very nice here. Really something. How about the view? You had some... Nice look from up here in the city. Yeah. No, we never, we never looked out the windows. We were always working. Oh, I see. We did. We did. We did. <laughs> All right, Dick, thanks. We're going to take a look at your old office, by the way, here in a minute. Are you excited for that one? Yeah, I might cry, but yeah, I can't take a look at Thank you much. Dick Muse, long-time employee here. Back with Dick Muse in the office that you occupied here on the third floor. Absolutely beautiful view. You've got windows on two two sides. Uh, yeah, you had to enjoy your time up here, Dick. Well, I uh, I was able to monitor the Elks Club and, yeah? and see who was you know who was participating at the time. And, yeah, it's a very nice office. And the Elks Club, of course, that was, that was a busy place. Between here and there, there would be a lot of lot of foot traffic, huh? Yeah, next to this place, the Elks is probably uh, second most popular building. <laughs> a lot of hands yeah. of pinochle were played over there in yeah, the day. Of, yeah, uh, yeah. What projects? Do you remember any particular projects from your time at the bank here that you, you helped get going? Uh, well, I was I was personally involved in the Henry Towers. So let's see up there. I, uh, okay. Chuck Wesley and I flew down to Denver and got the FHA involved and got that thing going. But otherwise, yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything particular, but yeah, well, a, lot of, a lot of things happened here. Threw you a little curveball there, you can't hit them all. You know, that's well, one thing, we, but... we financed, I bet at one time, we probably had 80% of the uh, home loans in town. I mean, we that's did. where I would lead into. That, this yeah. bank was, was a real central fixture in yeah. the minor community. Yeah. And uh, you earned your spot up here. You weren't always up here, huh? Well, I was here long enough to, uh, when Barry Brochat retired, I was standing outside hanging on the doorknob, so I, <laughs> so I inherited this office for five years, and then I, re I retired. Now this, again, this is obviously will be renovated in, in some way, shape, or form, so what's it feel like to kind of get what might be your last look at a really grand office. Well, it's kind of too bad. I was thinking maybe I should get a cot and you know, move in and until they, <laughs> until they started ripping the place apart. But it's kind of nice. All right, Dick, thanks much. Great visiting with you, and, and uh, best of luck. Dick, can we take a quick walk through, a little reminiscing here? Is that all right with you? That's good. That's a good idea. What, let's start over here with a... Where well, we want to start, I guess. Well, this so, is obviously the office. <laughs> yeah. And the president's desk was here, and then over here we had a, some chairs and a, a sofa kind of thing, so people wanted to come and have a meeting or something, we could do it in here. And then we have, we had a big picture of... Uh, Indians, if I could say, say Indians. Yeah. But uh, a nice picture that was on there that it was, it was some kind of a famous local painting. I don't remember the details. Gotcha. 
Oh, you had all your records and things, or your yeah. close at hand yeah. you could do? All the, and we had, you know, I had a little tiny TV over in the corner just in case of a bird see you. Yeah. And, uh, you could watch your favorite soap opera? Right, right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And now you even had a private bath up here? Am I, am yeah, I, we have a little bathroom here, a little closet, nice modern facility, no shower, but I don't think there's a shower. Yeah. <laughs> nope. We have well used equipment. So this was, you shared that with? Uh, shared that with whoever was in this office, and in this yeah. office, doing. Before I was president, when Maury Broshaw was the president, he was over there and I was in here. And then when I moved in there, the personnel guy moved in here, so. You kicked out the president? No, no, no. <laughs> no, he was always there. And I was here. Gotcha. And then uh, access to the boardroom, so. It was just, uh, we didn't have to go out anywhere. We had to back into the place there to ourselves. Fascinating, fascinating. And this is a very fine boardroom. <clears throat> we had, uh, well, we had uh, not only our board met here, but at, at one time I was on the MDU Resources Board. Okay. And uh, we had meetings all over the country, MDU Resources all over the country. And we had board meetings everywhere from uh, from Hawaii to New York. And we had one here. So we had some uh, pretty high-powered high board had a meeting in here. On a regular basis, so this would be the movers and shakers and leaders in, in Minot would sit here, right? Right. Well, our board, if that's what you call it, the movers and shakers, yeah, but yeah, this was a boardroom for Midwest Federal. And you notice the ceiling is designed the same as a table. I don't know how that ever happened. Put it right up there, it might stick. Drop that down and cover up the board, yeah. Is that a little old candy dish, or what do you got here? I think that's it. Yeah, that was left over from the last meeting. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And we won't talk I, I, I don't know what that was no. for. <laughs> We won't talk about the wine rack either. Yeah. Oh, there's no M&Ms in there. Uh, try another bank. So you don't remember any of this stuff, huh? Well, as for the board meetings, then uh, someone would bring up bring up a donut or something, and, sure. and, and, and they had director's pictures or nail on that wall. What else can you do? It's a room. took place in September of 1900. A man by the name of Hans Thorpe came home drunk one evening, late 1899, 
shot his wife twice in the head. He was found guilty in May and sentenced to hang in September. The gallows was located about three-quarters of a mile from where the courthouse is right now, along Valley Street, just to the southeast. While Thorpe was on the gallows and looking over the crowd gathered to witness the hanging, he said specifically, if there is such a thing as a man's ghost coming back, I will surely come. Thorpe, as the newspaper reported, was shot like an arrow into eternity and hung at the end of the rope. He is buried in section 13 in an unmarked grave in Minot's Rose Hill Cemetery. Don't you know?